0: Isaac Haas is joining us right now, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. How you been, man? I'm good, man. I appreciate it. How's the body holding up? Uh, great man! I've
1: leaned myself down. I'm the leanest I've ever been. Yeah, um, what, yeah. what where are you in at now? Uh, weighing down to about 272. Actually, this morning, you know, weighed in at that. When's the last time you were 272? Because college. You, oh, good lord! Um, right? I mean, I think the the lightest I've
0: ever been was 275 back in my sophomore year of college. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I watched your whole entire college career. I was excited to see you last year. As the year moved on, it seemed to me like your quickness in the post was there. Your instincts defensively got better, especially coming from the weak side. Like, there was a lot you could see in your game starting to polish and progress. What were you most proud of on the improvements you made as the year moved on?
1: Uh, well, I mean, honestly, last year it was obviously I had to fight the injuries and everything, but uh, now I feel so much better. Like, I've gotten my body right, mm-hmm. and uh, I've seen, I saw a huge difference just in the time that I was able to play and I understand the, the offense and the defense and really get up there and show that I am a valuable player to the team. And uh, the more minutes that I got, the more that they saw out of me. And, you know, I just can't wait for this year because now I've had an entire off season to really work on my game and really transform who I am as a player mm-hmm. uh, from just this big guy who can score in the paint because everybody knows I can do that. Now it's, okay, now he can score from the outside. Now he's more mobile in the mid-range post. And uh, I've, just, I've just had a great time this off season, like, learning all this stuff and changing the mentality of my game. Uh, as well as ma- remaining true to myself in the post. Yeah,
0: and we're going to see it in live action. Do you feel like it's become extinctual now? Like the oh, yeah. game on the outside, really? Absolutely, Good. yeah. I've become
1: very comfortable with it, and it's uh, it's you know it, there's opportunistic shots that you have to take right. <laughs> so you're not gonna you're not gonna force a shot. Yeah, you got to know what
0: you are to a point, right? right? Yeah, 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 I think you
1: guys know from last year that I was very uh, selective with my shots. Right, mm-hmm. I, I never really took a bad shot. Um, and yeah i'm going to continue to be that way that's who i am as a player and i think that it performs and shows my uh, efficiency on the uh sheets and stuff afterwards but um as long as it you know helps my team win and it uh, it opens up the floor for everybody else you know that's awesome right that's what every team wants, especially at the NBA level. They want to open up
0: the floor and have other people have opportunities. So He's Isaac Oz. He's with the Salt Lake City Stars. Uh, had a very nice first year last year. Progressed extremely well. The one thing I did love about your game right from the start all the way to the end is you don't ask for permission in the paint. You get to your spot. You own that spot. You get the catch, things like that. And, and it's great because the, I thought this team had a lot of good looks at the rim, and getting you that deep opened up other opportunities. But one thing I think about too is players talk about how hard it is to be a quality finisher at this level. Right. How different is it? How is it defined? And what are the things you had to learn as the year moved on?
1: um, You know, last year it was a big difference because, you know, in college you're just so much bigger than everybody, right? <laughs> like, and you know, you kind of like. Acknowledge your skill a little bit. You have to, right, in college. But mm-hmm. naturally, you know, I'm seven foot two. I was 315 pounds. Like I was, I was bigger than everybody. So it, you know, finishing at the rim wasn't exactly the hardest thing to do. At this level, you know, you have guys that are veterans that understand the game, that have been at this level and they and even higher sometimes. Like Willie Reed, uh, oh, for yeah. example, from last year. He was um, a great athletic shot blocker finisher. I learned some stuff from him. You know, and I learned some stuff on how to get around him, how to play in the shot blockers at this level and know how to use your body, use your speed and quickness, especially now, as much as I've trained myself with quickness and speed um, and lean my body up. Like, it's just it's just going to be different this year. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm just I'm very excited. Like, I I can't tell you how. OK, I like, can I, see it in I'm, your face, I'm man. I'm, I'm
0: itching to get can- out. So, so what do no we talk about you got like a good pump fake and spins you've got good light right i got, the... I got all kinds of stuff in Oh, I'll for see you. <laughs> you don't even want to tell me any of this no time. no, no. you'll it. have to okay. see it man you'll so fans if you want to see that don't forget november 15th get your tickets slcstars.com uh, Uh, That's the place to see guys like Isaac Isaac Haas, who if you didn't get a chance to watch him last year and see that improvement, you're really going to like it. Tony Bradley, when he gets out on the court, you're going to see him. He's trimmed down quite a bit. Uh, You're going to see guys like Justin Wright Foreman, who I think has a lot to show at this level, things like that. With the work you've done with some of these guys, what is the first thing that's kind of jumped out to you about how good they could be? combined with you before you guys have ever even hit the floor
1: well you know today was the first day we've uh practiced with tony and uh he you know he performed right mm-hmm. like i mean if you watch him at the nba level you see you see the oh, stats yeah. that he's put up right yeah. like like he is a player he is an, a talented player
0: he's and got better can... touch now too absolutely like that i watched that right. the other night i was like okay
1: he's got great touch you know and he's a great player you <laughs> cannot deny it like because his stats and all of his playing time shows it right he has a pl- positive plus minus ratio Right. And then, you know, you go into Justin Ryan Foreman and Jarrell Brantley, like those guys, they're very talented. You know, they're they're young, you know, they have to figure out their way because they just came from college and stuff and like that's a lot of the veterans that are here now in the G League, like we're trying to teach them like, you know, to keep your head in some plays and then, you know, like this is what we need to look for in this offense. You know what I'm talking about? Instead of just kinda forcing up shots or Mm -hmm. forcing this, forcing that Just be patient, right? Like, we got time. We got time. People are going to get you open. People are going to find ways to get the ball to you. And then, like, it just all comes together in, like, one. I know it sounds cliche, but a one happy family, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody just stays on the same page and
0: works together. So, I get the perception. Tell me if this is the reality. Because perception is important, but it's not reality. My perception is that selfishness in this offense will be glaring. And that it stands out that nope. you can't really take the selfish play and sell it as oh I was trying to do it. like it's it jumps out. Oh That's, yeah.
1: Okay. Absolutely because people like people like Jarrell, Brantley, Justin, those guys want to pass. Like mm-hmm. if you if you see their scorers, right? They they're brought here cuz they can put the ball in the basket. Everybody here was. And if you really think about it, we have to like come together and like really show that we can pass the ball to each other, get each other open, get great movement, plays open shots like I could go on and on right but if you try to be selfish it's he's not making that extra pass he's just jacking it up when he's getting a contested shot mm-hmm. and you're like oh well you know my man's over there in the corner he's wide open well why didn't you pass it to him you know and that's stuff our coaches do a great job of that. yeah like just pointing out to us being like hey like the next pass man that makes you look good too oh, Everybody, yeah. everybody's yeah. here everybody's here to further their career and, you know, it makes everybody look good when you make plays where you drive, kick, go all the way around. Then you throw it in. Bang. I don't have anything. Find the next guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's all being unselfish. It, it's weird because you have to, like, be selfish and being unselfish. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have yeah, to so be greedy about
0: making sure about that you About making do,
1: yeah. the right plays. Yeah. Making the right plays. Understanding that when you do these things, you're being viewed as a player who is doing the right things for the right
0: reasons. Ah. So. So there's a difference there because yes. I've been around the college game enough, talked to players behind the scenes, NBA game enough. Uh, I used to cover the visiting locker rooms and stuff like that. And it was interesting how many players would say that they did not feel like the unselfish plays and the invisible acts of winning were really being recognized, noticed, and praised. They felt like they were being overlooked and all that blah blah blah. So in this organization, it feels like the little things—even if it's just spacing yourself in the right spot, getting there quick enough, and opening up something on the other side of the floor—sounds like this staff is all about that stuff. Absolutely, sure that yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: that's then we reward that. We have drills specifically set up to reward more more points, <laughs> like when we're competing against each other, when you make plays like that. Interesting.
0: So I mean, it's it, so you, well you play like games against each other yeah, where it's absolutely. like okay, you got a point for rotating over here. And well, it's more his- of
1: it's more of getting the correct shot. So like obviously you know you get. So if somebody's just driving it in and pulls up a fifteen footer, that's one point because that was kind of a selfish play. Really. Yeah. But if okay, he drives, kicks, it rotates all around, gets a corner three corner. Their three is worth four points. Oh, okay. And it's wide open. It's a great shot. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it rewards that kind of play. So
0: you score it that way differently so people can actually see the value of what. Absolutely. Okay. And,
1: to, you know, to testament to what you're saying about the NBA and stuff like that, I believe that. I believe that some players have said that because, you know, there are jobs. Like, I mean, especially as a big guy. Mm-hmm. Big guys are thankless jobs. Like, at, some t- at, at points, right? Like, we get people open. Like, we we hit people. Get people wide open for shots. We make the right passes. We get – it, it, it's it's kind of a thankless job yeah i, I could
0: i could go on it was kind of like O line sometimes for football if, left, if it's not left right, tackle. yeah left tackle. yeah so there was one of the best coaches i ever saw um is at a college tournament and his big slides over takes a charge they call it a block right mm-hmm. and during the timeout i see this assistant coach over there and he is all in this guy's ear and just hitting him on the thighs like great job hey calls it a, a horse manure call and he says, Hey a bad call, but no, way to move way to move in, that's what we need. Blah blah. blah. Got him his second foul of the first half, you know, the hey, be smart, you know, playing defense, whatever, but they put it in his ear, okay, didn't get the call, didn't get this, but man, that's a big time play. And you could see it in that player to know later in the game when there was a charge that needs to be taken or a hard screen that needs to be set yeah and you know like even
1: uh in practice today like i've noticed like some of those guys (laughs) today i felt a lot more satisfaction in terms of uh my job like i didn't get the ball too much today but you know when it comes down to i was getting people open like wide open and they were like setting great screens or i was slipping it, and then there were two people covering me and then all of a sudden this guy's left wide open for an open three you know i'm just trying to make the right reads and you know a lot of those guys were actually able to you know say hey man like that was great like good like good stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and uh that, w- that was what i really loved about it and this team and the coaching staff especially try to point out the little things like that because you know i think it just helps people who aren't getting the ball as much uh make sure that they're doing the right things so that way when the ball does come to them they're a little bit more confident when i love that it. shot goes
0: up well it's like uh did you sense that Initially, when you watch the way that Rudy's praised for 14 screen assists in a game, like last night he had 13 and 6, and I thought he was as impactful as any game he's had, right? What's interesting
1: uh, (laughs) is that when I was in the Utah Jazz locker room was that Quinn was telling him, like, you know, your job is is a thankless job. Like, really, like, our point guard should be, you know, buying you a watch because they're getting getting you wide open. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) it's stuff like that. That made me think, and I reflect on it at night because, you know, I'm so dedicated to this process. I want to be somebody at that level, right? I want to be somebody that's like, okay, I do this, this, and this so well, but yet it may not get Twitter coverage or like, oh, oh, this guy had a monster dunk or, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, but what was the screen that got him wide open for that monster dunk? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's those it's those type of things that you don't get praised for, but then the team recognizes you afterwards. And uh, I I really look forward to, you know, really focusing on those little things and trying to make myself uh, a better player in that aspect.
0: Well, you were an unselfish guy there at Purdue. I watched every single game of your career, noticed it there. Glad to see you here with this organization kind of living that out. Uh, Best of luck to you coming up. The 15th will be here before we know it, man. Yes, sir. Let's get it. That's Isaac Oz. You're going to love watching in with the Stars. Get your tickets, slcstars.com. More interviews coming up next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.